Hey folks, you're listening to MutinyRadio.fm here in San Francisco, and I'm Global Val, and happy to be here on a Friday afternoon. It is Friday, September 1st. I'm going to play a little music for us here, and then be right back to get Women's Magazine started. So thanks for tuning in on this very hot day. You may be lying there on your bed with a fan on, and maybe nothing else. Here's a little music from our friend Each. Everything, nothing. I leave it up to you. Plant my seeds in a line, and maybe one day you'll find that it's best to follow me. Can I please get a ride right over there on the other side to the trees dressed in white?
Hey, everybody. That was a single track from Each. Uh, that's E-I-T-C-H. Uh, Each came into Mutiny Radio several years ago now and uh, gave us this CD. And it's really cool. I could just pull it off the shelf and play a little music for you. So if you're out there listening and you happen to be a musician, you can come down and bring us your tracks as well. CD form is cool. You could even mail it to us here at Mutiny Radio 2781 21st Street, San Francisco, California 94110. And if you want to give attention to Global Val or attention to Women's Magazine or attention to Common Thread Collective, we'll get our hands on it and have it at the ready to play some of your tunes. So, Mutiny Radio is a community radio station here. We stream online only, mutinyradio.fm, around the planet. So this is a free speech radio station here in San Francisco. Uh, Free speech is something that we certainly need to protect, and to protect it, we must practice. And as Diamond Dave would say, practice may not make perfect, but it just might make better. So I'm going to play another track from each here. It is a really hot day in San Francisco. And the Mission District is generally the hottest place in the city here. Um, so we're, we're right in the thick of it. And uh, it's, it's in the 90s. That, we, that, that doesn't happen here in San Francisco, really. Um, we, we, you know, sometimes we get close to it, but usually not. Uh, it's unusually hot. Uh, a heat wave coming through the state of California. Um, want to remind everybody out there to, if possible, try to conserve some of your electricity. Uh, people are going to be blasting their ACs all weekend long, um, especially in the peak hours of the afternoon. From you know, so uh, if you get a chance, you know, unplug those things you aren't really using. They still draw electricity, and uh, let people have their ACs. I suppose so we gotta we gotta look out for one another too. Of course, you know, rules of, of safety emergency say look out for yourself first. So make sure that you're drinking enough water and also make sure that the people around you um, are drinking enough water as well. Uh, look out especially for our elders um, who may be, you know, you know, a little bit more affected by this oppressive heat and uh, check in on folks just give them a call, you know, let, let them know you're thinking about them and uh, ask them if they have enough water and if they're, they're doing okay during this hot spell. Um, but we do love the sun. We are sun worshipers here in California. So uh, if you're outside, um, get some shade, wear some sunscreen, wear a hat, bring, you know, make sure you, you can hydrate. Um, yeah. So here's a little more music for it's my public service announcement from Women's Magazine today is to uh, is for self-care and community care. Here's another track from each called You'll Find a Way.
You know, sometimes the universe just answers. That song didn't need to have the lyrics that it's so hot outside, but it is. I was walking down 24th Street just now, and uh, <laughs> on the muni buses, you know, they have the, the numbers and the destinations up top in the front, but in the front kind of left corner when you're looking at the front of it, uh, they usually have the number of you know, whatever the number of the bus is, you know, whatever kind of order they came out of the garage in. I don't even know what that number usually means. That's unrelated. But <laughs> some clever driver had had typed in the number two, H-O-T. And I agree. It is too hot, ladies. So I hope you're out there feeling, feeling good, uh, feeling hot, whatever that means for you. Um, so I found an interesting article. I, well, let's 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 actually you know address what's been going on in the world. I I suppose um, last weekend uh, there was supposed to be a rally here in San Francisco hosted by kind of a right wing group. Um, now the group itself. Um, seem to have, you know, gotten the permits and we're trying to say, we're not white supremacists. We're just like patriots. We're trying to look for a middle ground. We're trying to like act, exercise free speech. They happen to be Trump supporters, but so they've been attracting these other more extreme groups who are, uh, you know, actively preaching, you know, white supremacy and hate, which is kind of a wild, uh, turn of events in 2017. But nonetheless, um, the peoples of San Francisco and the greater Bay Area really came out and um, and said, you know what, that's not what we're all about here in San Francisco. Uh, we're about love. We're about accepting one another. We're about diversity and the beauty of humanity. So um, although I was not part of the, um, the uh, actions uh, personally, um, uh, partly because I don't really feel like I want to get in front of anybody's face who might want to kick it. Um, but what it turned out to be was kind of this big air of uh, partying, like San Francisco likes to do, um, huge celebrations and things. And it, it was um, actually turned out to be um, quite the showing of of love and also uh, determination to really kind of change the the way that change the framework of the way we look at the world, um, because um, since this new president has been a campaigning and part of, and in the White House and all of the white men he has on his cabinet and all of the white men Republicans and one woman who, you know, been trying to strip Americans of their health coverage. Um, this, the, the very real, uh, the very um, deeply scarring reality of, of male white supremacy in this country um, has come to the surface. And, you know, I think it's a good thing because it's, you know, it's like, let's, let's look at it. Let's talk about it. Let's address what's happening. Um, and not just, you know, fight it, but m try to move beyond it. Try to see where, you know, where the future can go, uh, to many beautiful places. And 
Um, there's an, a big event that's happening in Washington, D.C. this month in September, and it is the People's Congress. Um, the People's Hello, there we go. Um, sorry, mic dropped on that one, on its own. Uh, the People's Congress of Resistance, which I like to call uh, insistence on on a new on a new world, uh, is happening at Howard University in Washington D.C. in uh, sept on September 16th and 17th. And uh, if you go to congressofresistance.org, uh, you can find all the information about that. It's going to be at the Blackburn Center at Howard University. Um, so coming up just in a couple of weeks, you can register um, to be a part of this. Uh, it's called you know, Society for the Many, a Vision for Revolution, um, trying to figure out not just what we're what folks are fighting against, um, which is, is very clear in many ways, um, but also what's going to take the place? How do we move forward? How do we formulate and provide ideas and solutions of the, of the better directions that we want to see our, our country, our, our society, our hearts and minds move toward? Um, so check out People's Congress of Resistance. Um, it's going to be September 16th and 17th, and it should be a really interesting event. Um, and you can be a part of it too. Um, let me just, let me just read their call to action. Uh, there's a preamble, much like the constitution has a preamble. Um, and here it goes. The United States Congress does not represent the people who live and work in the United States, period. Given the threat posed by the Trump regime, the people must take matters into our own hands together and claim the power we already have. The people demand a new Congress, a fighting Congress of the working class of all racial and ethnic backgrounds, genders, and ages. We must create a Congress of communities under attack by the reactionary Trump agenda and, fight, and fighting back against it. A Congress of the grassroots and the working class, of resistors, organizers, and activists, of everyone who recognizes we can no longer continue as we have. Such a People's Congress will confront the Congress of the millionaires, or I'll add billionaires. It will galvanize the energy of the many groups resisting Trump. It will demonstrate that this is what democracy looks like. Um, so people of this country are organizing, getting together, and, uh, and looking at how we're going to shape our future, not just how to... Uh, you know, be angry at the past, but really, how do we move forward? And that's what we're all about here at Mutiny Radio, at least here on Women's Magazine and, and coming up next on the Common Thread Collective, is how do we move forward? How do we spread the, the light that we have? How do we operate in a world where our hearts are driving us uh, because we understand empathy and have compassion for one another and don't waste our time and energy on hate?
you are listening to Women's Magazine here. I'm Global Val. Thanks so much for tuning in to MutinyRadio.fm today, this very hot Friday, September 1st, 2017. Uh, I came across a very interesting article today. Um, You know, as this is a, a show about an about women and, 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 and issues that affect everybody. Um, you know, even in the, the 21st century, so there are a lot of people who don't really believe that women are still at a disadvantage in society. And in many cases, you know, maybe that's, that's true. But there's certainly uh, many situations where women are kind of given short shrift um, when they're trying to do things or explain themselves or uh, start a business, for example. So uh, there's an interesting case where these two women entrepreneurs um, were trying to, to uh, start a business, uh, you know, some sort of tech business, and, um, and they, were, they were working and working and trying to get things set up and making contacts, and they weren't really getting very far. And people would write back to them and say things like, okay, girls, here's what's going on, and were really not very helpful. So they decided that they would create a fake male partner in their business, uh, and they, they named this entity Keith Mann, two N's, <laughs> M-A-N-N. And uh, they said that the difference between their response was like night and day. So uh, there's, a, there's an article here from Business Insider. Um, they were, so there's these two women, Penelope Gazin and Kate Dwyer. Um, they're, they're the co-founders of an art marketplace called Witchsey, W-I-T-C-H-S-Y. I'm not endorsing them. I'm just reading the article. Um, I don't know anything about their business. Um, so they... They invented their third male co-founder after repeated instances of condescension with a sexist tone, like a developer who addressed an email to them saying, okay, girls. Uh, Dwyer said it was like night and day. It would take me days to get a response, but Keith could not only get a response and a status update, but also be asked if he wanted anything else or if there was anything else that Keith needed help with. Um... On courts, Dwyer told uh, Lila McClellan that before Keith Mann existed, quote, it was very clear no one took us seriously and everybody thought we were just idiots. But when those same people received emails from Mann, Gazin said, they'd be like, okay, bro, let's brainstorm. (laughs) Dwyer told McClellan that, uh, that they even gave Mann Keith Mann, a backstory. He was a dude's dude, they decided, the kind who played football in college. He was devoted to his wife of five years. He couldn't wait to be a dad. He was just a really good guy. He doesn't really understand Kate and I, but he's been happy to help us with our project before we find husbands. (laughs) Dwyer and Gazin's experience struggling to be taken seriously as company co-founders isn't as unique as you might hope. Gender bias and sexism in the business world is well documented. One of the biggest stories in tech this year was the internal memo sent by Google engineer James Demore, who was fired from the company after writing that there are biological differences to blame for the lack of women in tech. Google CEO Sundar Pichai responded that the claims were, quote, offensive and not okay, but that, quote, people must feel free to express dissent in a respectful way. 
And the stunning string of blows that ultimately led to Uber CEO Travis Kalanick stepping down from his post began with a blog by, post by a former employee, Susan Fowler, alleging she experienced gender bias and sexual harassment at the company. There have been reported instances of gender bias and sexism in every industry, from Hollywood to economics. And I don't know why that exactly is the range that they put in this particular article. Um, but, you know, I didn't write it. In an email to Business Insider the day after the fast after Fast Company reported on Keith Mann's existence, uh, Dwyer reflected on the reaction that they've gotten to the news. She said, quote, people have been losing their minds over the fact that we just gave him the last name Mann. So masculine. She continued, when people read about Keith, they've, they've been pretty upset at the idea that a fake character was taken more seriously than we were. He's being used as a tool now to help highlight how rampant sexism is in tech and the workplace in general. It's been great seeing so many people respond positively. Once again, Keith has done a great job. <laughs> so that was a, a, an article in Business Insider um, for, written by Libby Kane, uh, published two days ago, August 30th, 2017. And uh, Keith Mann, good job. Showing people <laughs> what's really happening in, in in business and in the world, and how women often are just not taken seriously for one reason or another. I mean, there's a lot of people I don't take seriously, but there's usually some sort of qualifying force for that. Um, unfortunately, some people just don't take women seriously as a kind of part of their, you know, the fabric of their lives. Um, and certainly this, uh, this particular case of creating a fake co-founder just so they could get some help. Um, well, they got it. And uh, I think they've proven a great point. So as we move forward and try to build a, a world that we that we want to see. Um, let's remember to, to keep our biases in check, um, to maybe ask ourselves when, whenever we come up into those moments of judgment of uh, what are we really judging here? And um, if, if, if you're in a position to help entrepreneurs, for example, why wouldn't you just help the entrepreneurs and work with them and see what they have to say? I don't know. Here's a little more music for you. Uh, this is from our friend uh, Royal Kent and his band Copus called We All Bleed Red. They're going to be performing this song at Peace in the Park. That's going to be Saturday, September 23rd. And when we come back from the, mu from the musical break, I'll tell you more about that really cool festival coming up here in San Francisco, which is free and all ages.
for justice, ready for peace. We all bleed red, although we're all unique. Why is it so wrong to help a man get on his feet? Everybody needs shelter, everyone must seek. Liberal, conservative, independent, immigrant, or refugee. While we're steady for justice, ready for peace. Steady for justice, ready for peace. It's all been said without being oblique. The laws of the universe are nice and neat To lift those up from the bottom of the heap Takes more than 140 characters of a tweet Of policies that prey upon the poor and the weak This is not fake news, only real I speak Saying we're steady for justice, ready for peace Ready for peace Every word you say is being critiqued Nominated, inaugurated, you've given a speech Women around the world take to the street Many people are saying resign or impeach Lady Justice sits high and firmly in her seat At the end of the day, still I beseech Get up, stand up, stand up on your feet Electoral victory, popular defeat Campaign promises are obsolete Better stand up for justice and world peace Ready for peace How many children are there left to teach To lend to their God-given mystique Those with eyes to see is who I'm trying to reach Those with ears to hear, let me repeat We all bleed red, but we're all unique White, black, brown, red, yellow, purple, or peach We're all steady for justice Ready for peace
ready for justice, ready for peace. We all bleed red, although we're all unique. Why is it so wrong to help a man get on his feet? Everybody needs shelter, everyone must seek. Liberal, conservative, independent, immigrant, or refugee. While we're steady for justice, ready for peace. Steady for justice, ready for peace. It's all been said without being oblique. The laws of the universe are nice and neat. To lift those up from the bottom of the heap takes more than 140 characters of a tweet or policies that prey upon the poor and the weak. This is not fake news, only real life speak. Saying we're steady for justice, ready for peace. Ready for peace Every word you say is being critiqued Nominated, inaugurated, you've given a speech Women around the world take to the street Many people are saying resign or impeach Lady Justice sits high and firmly in her seat At the end of the day, still I beseech Get up, stand up, stand up on your feet Electoral victory, popular defeat Campaign promises are obsolete Better stand up for justice and world peace ready for peace how many children are there left to teach to lend to their god-given mystique those with eyes to see is who i'm trying to reach those with ears to hear let me repeat we all bleed red but we're all unique white black brown red yellow purple or peach we're all steady for justice ready for peace y'all are ready for peace peace in the park that is the fifth annual peace in the park that is a free festival that happens at the music concourse in golden gate park otherwise known as the band shell it's the big area and the big stage between the two museums i'm talking about the de young museum and the california academy of sciences or when i was growing up we just called it the aquarium um, but the peace in the park is um, a, a, a national and international festival uh, that happens in cities across the world. And it's kind of in conjunction with the United Nations International Day of Peace, which is September 21st every year. Um, but this festival, Peace in the Park, is going to be here in San Francisco, September 23rd. That's a Saturday. 
all day long, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. It's free. It's all ages. And this year, it's going to have a special um, a special edition, really. This is the Summer of Love edition. So uh, celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Summer of Love here in San Francisco, 1967 to 2017. Uh, but So Peace in the Park meets the Summer of Love, and it's going to be a great day. So let me give you an idea of some of the things that are happening that day. Uh, there is going to be some great music on the main stage in the afternoon. Uh, only band featuring Sunshine Garcia, that's Jerry Garcia's daughter. Um, so some real special uh, musical acts. Our friend Kevin, Kevbot, uh, Kevin Lash is going to be playing uh, with Mike Dingle and his band. And also uh, Soul, Soul Twin Messiah featuring Evan Hirsch and Kip Baldwin and friends. Uh, they're going to be kind of finishing up the show and leading us out in a sing-along. But that's just the main stage. There's things going on all day long uh, around the music concourse, which is a, a pretty large area. There's going to be a kid zone with art and music and um, all sorts of good people there uh, putting together activities for the kids. There's going to be um, two worldwide live meditations uh, for peace, for world peace happening from the main stage, but also there's a meditation tent uh, and a whole area for, for that. There will be yoga. Um, there will be a, 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 a speaker's tent with a lot of interesting folks coming through uh, to present there. There's going to be poetry and um, community groups are going to be there. There's going to be some workshops happening. So um, do come out to Golden Gate Park Saturday, September 23rd, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., the Music Concourse in Golden Gate Park. Um, they're still putting new information on the website. Some of the information hasn't been updated from last year quite yet, um, but the website ultimately is peaceintheparksf.org. You can also volunteer. We need lots of volunteers uh, to help set up, to help um, kind of clean up, and also to uh, kind of keep people feeling good throughout the day. Um, there's a, you can volunteer to do lots of different things, including being part of the feel-good crew, which is kind of, a, kind of the security arm of it, but trying to make sure that everybody's doing okay. So if you want to uh, volunteer, if you want to get more information, again, peaceinthepark.sf.org. And yours truly, Global Val, I have the honor of being the co-MC for the day. So I'm really looking forward to being there in Golden Gate Park. Um, yeah, I grew up just a couple, few blocks away from Golden Gate Park, and I had older brothers, so whenever there was some music playing, you know, some live music, um, they got to go, but I couldn't go because I was the little kid. And, um, you know, I would, like, beg my mom. I'm like, please, let me, I really want to go to the park. I want to go see the music. And she'd say, no. And I'd say, I can go with my brothers. They'll take care of me. I know they will. And she'd say, no. So what I would do is I would just hang my head out the window, like at the front window or the back window, and I could hear the music playing. Like I remember when Jerry Garcia um, died and they had like a whole weekend of this like people occupying Golden Gate Park and having musical tributes and you know, and from a few blocks away, I went to that concert, but uh, just just a, a wee last myself at the time. But Golden Gate Park is 
a really special place. It's probably my favorite place in the world, and I've been to a lot of places. I've been to like 17 countries and several states and all over the place, and every time I go to Golden Gate Park, I just feel home. And so my heart's really in it, and I'm, I'm really honored and proud to be able to help co-host and MC that day as we look towards a brighter future, a more conscious future where we're sharing our gifts and, and uh, you know, doing the good work of being humans instead of doing the bad work of being humans. So that's my two cents. We'll be talking much more about it as the date approaches. Uh, again, that date for Peace in the Park is September 23rd. That's a Saturday all day and it's free. So you should definitely check it out. Bring your friends, bring the kids, bring your neighbors, whatever. Go alone. Um, you'll find some good folks out there. I know it. So we're getting ready to kind of wrap up here and for Women's Magazine. We've got a few more minutes. And it is September 1st, which means that tomorrow is my birthday. So I wanted to uh, invite you all down if you want to come down for the Common Thread Collective Community Open Mic. That's going to be starting at 3 o'clock. Um, music, poetry, activism, community, whatever kind of you know, thing you're into, you want to come on down and share that. And we'd be happy. We have a live show every Friday from 3 till about 5.45. And um, the doors, hearts, minds, and microphones are open. So come on down and... Uh, help celebrate my birthday. Um, so I want to read you a poem called My Birthday. I read this last summer, actually, at the Sacred Grounds Cafe, uh, hosted every Wednesday by Dan Brady. That's a, the longest-running poetry open mic in San Francisco since 1972. So coming up on 45 years of poetry over there in the Panhandle. And... Uh, so I read this there when I featured last, last summer. I did a little poetry feature. Um, the, uh, the back story, which I'll keep brief, is that I was born at St. Mary's Hospital here in San Francisco, which is right across the street from Golden Gate Park, right there on Stanion. So here's a poem called My Birthday. The earth caught me as I latched onto its spin. A warm gravity carried me in. I collected cosmic karmic particles and tumbled into a soft room, later removed, uncovered from an afternoon dream, shaking from the sunbeam, glowing a shock of dark hair, rising to greet the trees across the street. And on my birthday, I like to give gifts uh, more than receive them. Um, so if you come down this afternoon, I did bake some wholesome chocolate chip cookies, and we have some snacks and some waters and things if you want to venture out of your, uh, out of your abode uh, through the hot, smoky streets and come to 21st in Florida. We'll be here until about 5.45. But also on my birthday... Um, the one person that I like to pay the most tribute to is my own mother, uh, because I think it was probably a more memorable day for her than it was for me. Uh, the youngest, uh, the late baby in the family, the only daughter in a, 
family of boys. And, uh, you know, it was kind of just in the era, bef just prior to ultrasounds, where they started to figure out if it was going to be a boy or a girl. And having already have four brothers, dear God, um, <laughs> everyone who uh, was celebrating my mom and having baby showers for her, the theme was just think pink. And so... Um, yeah, they just were like, please give this woman a daughter. And uh, and they did, and here I am. And interestingly enough, I kind of grew up hating the color pink, but that's okay. Uh, I'm a good daughter, and I hope you are too, as much as you can be. But one of the things that uh, my mom, <laughs> my mom's so funny. She's like, the, she's like the sweetest person, um, but she's really funny and she loves music and she's she's so fun to be around and everybody, everybody really loves her. She's just a kind of a pillar of, it, of the community, and um, she never really like gave me too much advice. Like it wasn't like she wasn't like the the uh, the pedantic mother who was like you should do this and you should do that. You know, she kind of just let us all be. Um, so I really want to thank her for that. Um, she gave me uh, two pieces of advice in life. One of them was when I moved away to college. Uh, we were in a drugstore, you know, kind of like a Long's drugstore kind of thing. Um, I was, she was moving me into my first apartment, and uh, she turned to me and she said, I have something I want to tell you. And being that she's not an advice giver, I was kind of, you know, caught off guard a little bit. I was like, ooh, something serious is about to happen. And she hands me two ice trays, and she says, you can never have enough ice. So, <laughs> so that was like some random advice. But since then, I've certainly kept ice in my freezer. But that's not the important advice. The other piece of advice that she gave me when I was very young and has stayed with me and has carried me through to this very day, she said, never say can't say, it might be hard, I can try, but don't say I can't. So I want to pass that wisdom on to you, whoever out there may be listening to Women's Magazine today. Don't say I can't, because it's always worth a shot, and all you can do is try your best. So that's my birthday message for everyone. I'm Global Val. And uh, happy to be alive, and I hope you are too. Let's keep this human project going uh, with every beat of our hearts. Uh, lots of love to everybody out there, those uh, near and far. I, I hope that you, you feel your abilities and your powers, and uh, don't let that go, and don't let your dreams go. So I'm trying to figure out what music I want to play for you here. Um, it's a it's a really hot day, and so uh, I I I love reggae music. So I'm going to play the Third World for you. Um, 96 degrees in the shade. Stay cool, folks. And remember, just when your aspirations seem outrageous, like, hey, maybe I'll go down to this community radio station and like read my poetry once in a while and then actually turn into a DJ for like six years um, and then end up on KPFA. Hey, inspiration is contagious. So uh, keep sharing the love. Keep sharing the wealth.
And uh, stay tuned. We're going to be cooking here on the Common Thread Collective in just a few minutes. Peace, y'all. Thanks for everything. Thanks, Mom. And thank you, Mutiny Radio. Now, if I can just find the cord that I need on this very hot day where it's kind of hard to keep track of things, we're going to be doing A-OK. Ready for justice, ready for peace. It's all been said without being oblique. The laws of the universe are nice and neat. To lift those up from the bottom of the heat takes more than 140 characters of a tweet. Of policies that prey upon the poor and the weak. This is not fake news, only real life speak. Saying we're steady for justice, ready for peace. Here we go. See, everything's going to be all right. Um, yeah, don't get too stressed out. It's bad for you. Stay hydrated, folks, or stay high. Yeah.